Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Serving the Community podcast. My name is Trisha Stutzel. I am the owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions. And the purpose of our podcast is to really highlight people and organizations in our communities that are serving through their volunteer work and giving back to make our community, country, and even the world a kinder place to live. I'm super excited about having Stacy Griffin on the show with me today to talk about second chance pets. Stacy, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's a really big reason why I wanted to have you on the show, and we're going to get to that at the end of our talk, which is how people can get involved in the organization. But what I would like to start with is who are you and tell me more about the second chance pets organization. Okay, um, well, I'm Stacy Griffin. I'm one of the board of directors for Second Chance Pets, and I am um, also currently serving as the president. Um, Second Chance Pets has been in the Clear Lake area for since 1994. So gosh, we're coming up on our 26th year. Um, and so that's a really long time for a nonprofit organization. We've been able to save um, Gosh, we're probably getting close to 10,000 animals now in that time. Um, we focus on cats and dogs, and we try to focus mainly in the um, Clear Lake area, kind of South Houston, so Pasadena, Pearland, Clear Lake, Dickinson, Santa Fe, Galveston. Um, and we are a foster-based organization, so all of our animals, um, we are not a shelter. They all live in our in individual people's homes that have other animals have a you know real life going on busy kids um the whole shebang and our goal is just to get these animals that are on the streets or sitting in shelters um adopted into um loving forever homes like they didn't get their first time around yeah and i that i think it's really cool that the overhead for this organization stacy is so low because we do have volunteers that are taking these animals into uh, their own home. So how, um, how do people find these animals? Tell me about it, listings and where we may show up on Saturdays so that people can view the animals. So all of our animals are listed on um, Pet Finder, which it's, I believe it's petfinder.com. It might be .org. I can't remember. Um, and so you can find all of our animals there if you search for second chance pets, or if you're looking for a specific type of cat or dog, you can filter by that, but you can also view all of our available animals on our website, www.secondchancepets.org. Um, we have a complete listing of all of our cats and dogs on there, and we actually are now able to post more pictures than we're able to on Pet Finder, so you might find some, you know, silly pictures or a video or at-home pictures maybe with them cuddling, um, kids cuddling with their foster animal or just something cute like that and then we showcase all of our animals on Saturdays at the Clear Lake Petco which is at the corner of Bay Area Boulevard and Space Center. Um, cats are usually there from 10 to 2 during COVID. Um, hopefully once this COVID mess is over we will go back to showing cats from 10 to 3 and then our dogs are there from normally 11 to 3 but during covid um they're doing 11 to 1. a lot of people have been adopting um animals so it's been hard for us to keep 
you know, some of our dogs in stock, they get adopted just through Pet Finder on our website. So that's why they're reducing hours um, to 11 to 1. Yeah, that's one of the, I think, better things that came out of everyone being on quarantine, right? I've, I saw a lot in the news over the last few months about shelters that were running out of animals for people to adopt and Second Chance Pets was feeling the same thing, right? Right, yeah. Um, you know, especially kind of the littler dog, the cuter dogs, um, those are just, you know, going off the shelf. There's still a lot of large dogs that are out there, but yeah, I mean, it's great that people are, you know, as they have this extra time wanting to adopt and using this time to integrate that animal into their house so that when things um, hopefully go back to normal, the dog is already trained and the routine is down and you're not having to worry about that. So yeah, our intake coordinator will tell you that it is very hard sometimes to find dogs at the shelters you're used to going to and you have to be a lot more um, resourceful. So we've taken sure. in a lot more strays during this time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I know one of the other discussions uh, that we've had even outside of Second Chance Pets is we've um, partnered with other organizations, right? For dogs uh, or cats that may not be adoptable here locally, uh, we've done some transporting or um, been engaged with other organizations outside of even Texas. Correct. Yeah, there's been um, huge growth in the last couple of years of um, what we call transport. So there's a lot of areas up north who don't have the big stray problem that Texas has. And so there are people who want to adopt up there. Um, so shelters and rescue groups partner up with rescue groups up there and um, transport some of the animals that either we have a harder time um, finding adoptive homes for in our area, or even these big larger dogs. Um, a lot of the rescue groups and adopters up there like these um, big dogs. And so it's been a great resource to get those animals adopted instead of sitting in shelters or sitting in a foster home for, you know, six months or, or longer. Yeah. So let's talk about the position that you play. So you mentioned earlier that you're the current president for the uh, for the board for Second Chance Pets. And by the way, I sit on the board as well, but these ladies that are on the board work much harder than me. I am just the event coordinator. So uh, I get to come in and throw the, the, the annual party, uh, which of course is a little bit hard at the time, but these ladies are doing, they're on the ground and in Petco every single day. So Stacy, let's talk about your role as the president. What all goes into that for Second Chance Pets? Um, so for me, it's a variety of things. Obviously serving on the board. Um, one of my goals as president has been to, was to get us a new website, which we were able to roll out this year finally, and it looks amazing. Um, then also just keep track you know, of finances, making sure how much we're spending, where we're spending. Um, you know, unfortunately, the board sometimes has the hard decision of deciding when um, an animal medically is too far gone to be saved. We're making sure we have enough volunteers to staff events. Um, a lot of our board members are foster parents as well. So we're always taking our animals to events, trying to get pictures and videos of them. Um, you know, I'm currently an adoption counselor, so I'm up at Petco pretty much every Saturday from about nine to, I don't know, two, 2.30, um, bringing your pets, trying to get 
the ones that are there adopted into um, the right homes. Um, we have board meetings about every every month. Sometimes we have to have special board meetings if something um, has come up. So it's really just trying to manage all aspects. You know, cats are a little bit different than dogs. Dogs have different needs than cats. And so it's trying to make sure we're all on the same page and working together towards um, one goal. You know, I have the unpleasant task along with our treasurer of trying to find insurance every year, which has becoming more and more of a struggle and, you know, making sure our bills are getting paid and we've got enough storage. And if our fosters need help um, with food or other resources that we reach out to try and make sure they, they have what they need. So yep. it encompasses just, yeah. Everything yeah. <laughs> those of you out there who think Except for the fundraiser, <laughs> I try to leave that to you. It is not easy. And by the way, it is a full volunteer board, right? This is a true not-for-profit organization. Right. Nobody is is paid. Nobody gets any extra special provisions or anything like that. So for a lot of us, it is our um, basically our second full-time job. And my husband would agree with that. <laughs> I believe it. So that's a great lead into Stacy. Why, why do you um, want to serve in this way to our community? Why do you want to be on the board of directors and serve second chance pets? Um, so I, I briefly start with how I got into rescue in the first place was a little girl. I was always, you know, saving the little cats on our street. And then when I went to college, um, I got an apartment, I assumed I would be bringing my cats from home with me. My parents informed me that no, they would be staying at their house. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I want an animal and how can I get one without having to take it back to my parents? So that's when I learned about these foster groups, um, you know, and providing temporary homes. So that's how I initially got started. And then um, when I moved back to Houston from college, I started looking around for, you know, something to continue in that thread, um, kind of looked all over the area, zeroed in on second chance and went and actually observed them a few times before I committed and had some talks with them. Um, so I originally started as, you know, just a foster home and then told them I wanted to, you know, be an adoption counselor and help them out there and just sort of progress to getting more responsibilities. And then the main reason I like to be on the board, want to be on the board, enjoys um, serving as president is we need organizations like Second Chance Pets. You know, they need leadership, they need volunteers, and that's something that's become my passion. If Second Chance Pets were to fall apart, um, then we're leaving, you know, hundreds of animals a year out on the streets. You know, we have several other programs like Welfare of Our Furry Friends, which is um, a program that we get grant money for or specific donations for where individuals who need assistance with medical bills for their pets because of some unexpected reason can reach out to us and apply and we're able to help them with an unexpected cost, um, a bladder surgery. So that's something that's important to the community and help keeps animals in their homes instead of being euthanized or surrendered to us or a shelter, which is our goal, um, as well as we have a feral cat program um, you know, everybody, I'm sure a lot of people hate seeing, you know, the neighborhood stray cats around. Um, so one thing we do is we help provide funds to get those animals, those cats 
fixed and then returned so they're not becoming a nuisance to the community. Um, and the community needs all these services. You know, without this, we're having animals being dumped on the streets, animals not being rescued, not getting the medical care they need. Um, and so I don't wanna see an organization like that fall away. We've been going, you know, like I said, since 1994 and we have no plans, um, no plans to stop. And so that's the big thing that, you know, keeps me on the board, keeps me volunteering. Why I like to volunteer is you know you're making a difference and you know that it's something the community needs, even if they don't even realize it right away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and I appreciate you serving as the president and I know the rest of the board does as well. So thank you very much for your service to Second Chance Pets and the community. And Second Chance Pets really is bigger than just its own organization, as you mentioned, which I think is uh, very important. So on to the last set of questions. How can people help? I know one of those ways is they can actually uh, donate cash, right? Uh, that can be done through Facebook or PayPal or from the website. So all of that money, by the way, is put back into the system to help these animals, right? Medically, uh, also to spay and neuter and for some of these other programs. So that's where the cash goes. How are, what are other ways that people can get involved with Second Chance Pets to help? So other ways, um, one, you can volunteer for Trish to help her with the fundraiser because <laughs> we'd love to give her um, more help and to relieve, you know, some of our duties that we help her with too. So that's always the fun aspect, right? I mean, you get to make gift, gift baskets. Some people like going out and approaching businesses for sponsorships, you know, and that's only a commitment a couple months a year. Um, so there's always that. Of course, you'll always hear our biggest need is fosters, which we understand is not everybody's um, cup of tea and everybody's worried about, well, I'm gonna get too attached to the animal. And that's true, you get attached, no doubt. I was attached to my first foster and I've been attached to pretty much every, fo every foster since. Um, but at the end, you know that you're able to then, if you let go of that animal, save one more animal. You know, if I were to keep every foster that I've had, you know, I be on the news as a crazy cat hoarder. So um, it's really fun to get to see different types of dogs and personalities and cats. And we'll work with you on what you want. You know, do you want a big dog? Do you only want to do puppies? Do you only want to do kittens? So we're there to work with you. And of course, if you try it once and you decide, I can't let go of this animal, I'm adopting this animal and I'm sorry, I can't foster anymore. Well, you know what? That was one adoption for that animal. And we are happy for that animal. And we will thank you and tell you, you know, if any of your friends, you know, want to try it out, let us know. Um, we provide all the medical. So you just keep them in your home, um, safe, happy, fed, loved, and bring them up to adoptions. And then, of course, right now we always need, um, during Saturday adoption events, dog walkers. A lot of our um, adoption counselors get too busy to also walk the dogs. So we like to have somebody there to help relieve them um, with that, or even just take out an animal for somebody to pet it. And then they can focus on the more behind the scenes, interviewing um, potential homes and all of that. And then those are probably our biggest ones. You know, we have, you'll see if you go up to the Petco, we have cat condos, which is where we leave a couple cats during the week for visibility. And we always need somebody to volunteer to go up and help clean those, make sure they have um, food and water and that 
haven't gotten sick or anything. Um, so there's always that opportunity. And really, if you have an idea, we're always welcome to talk to you about, hey, is this something we can incorporate, incorporate into our plan? So we're always open. Yeah. So if someone wants to volunteer in any of those capacities, Stacy, what's the best way to contact? Um, well, you can either come up to the Petco on Saturdays from, I, you know, from 10 to 2, um, or you can also go to our website, um, secondchancepets.org. We have a volunteer tab and you can kind of see some of the different things that we list, some of which are what I just talked about. And then there's, you'll see our email address if you just want to shoot us a general email, or we even have volunteer forms that you can send directly to our volunteer coordinators so that somebody can get back with you and, you know, um, start talking to you about what it is that um, you'd like to help us with. That's wonderful. Stacy. thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Thanks serving the community, us. serving Second Chance Pets. If you guys our listeners are interested in volunteering for this organization, please reach out uh, either at Petco or on our website so that we can get to know you and get you involved. Stacy, thank you again for being here. And that's this week's episode of Serving the Community. Thank, thank you. you.